Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Aaron. And this is Beyond the Ranch. Insert jingle here. Um, <laughs> we we uh, we decided to do this podcast um, basically kind of on a whim. This this whole podcast thing actually came up during haying last year, and somebody made a comment that I should do a podcast from a tractor. And at the time, I thought that was just the dumbest idea ever. We hadn't even done like the live stream, the the, the ranch talk the live, live streams at that talks. point. So I was sitting around thinking, I'm thinking, I can't talk for a half an hour. Sure you can. I don't think we I have can. I've never worked on a talk station. I worked in a lot of radio stations, never on a talk station. We had, a, we had breaks that were like limited to like 45 seconds. So talking any longer than 45 seconds, and I was kind of like out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> but as we did the, the live stream, we figured out that we could talk for an hour. For some reason, we can talk a lot. And we've gotten where we talk even more than we normally, than we did in the beginning. We have a lot of practice now. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, people want to listen to us, which is amazing and we super appreciate it. But it's still astonishing and blows my mind that you guys want to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let me let me set the picture here. Let me set the scene for you. Um, right now it is uh, 9.14 p.m. Kids are in bed. We actually have already went out. We did all of our chores. We fed the ducks. We fed the chickens, fed the calves, cleaned up everything that we wanted to. And now we are sitting in our bedroom um, in front slash of, office slash office <laughs> in front of a single microphone because in normal podcasts we probably each have our own microphone but we don't yet we're poor yeah <laughs> I don't think we're poor well maybe we are the, the, I don't know Aaron told me today we have to stop spending money the YouTube budget has exceeded its initial GoPro budget last December <laughs> yeah well, how much was that GoPro like two hundred bucks or something <laughs> that like that was the that was like a lot of money we were like oh we spend two hundred dollars on a GoPro and I got like a crappy like an old fat it's like the gopro lcd it's the old old gopro well it was just like is this unnecessary expenditure to our family not that it was so expensive but just is this something that we need and then you know we've increased our our spending exponentially yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah we went to i went to cincinnati which was really expensive um you know we've bought more cameras the, yeah we bought another drone um, yeah, well, because you wrecked a drone. Yeah, I mean, it just can't. And then, you know, now, now we have marketing people that want money and PR people that want to work with us. Of course, they want money. Nobody wants to do anything for free. No. But so we started, so we decided that, you know, kind of at this point that we could do this podcast and, and see how it goes. I did I did mention it in the herd report that went out this week and we got good response on it. I got a couple, you know, hey, it's about time. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about the name and I got a bunch of good suggestions for the names. We kind of decided to go with uh, Beyond the Ranch just because it's it gives us the license to do pretty much anything don't you think yeah i mean it's it, you know you everyone knows us from youtube or if you haven't found us on youtube and you found us through the podcast first you know three times a week we have a video exploring the ranch life and escaping the ordinary but it's a, a super small snippet into our lives and it i think overall encompasses what we do and and you do get a glimpse into the ranch life but there is you know 30 minutes a week is all that we show you guys on youtube and and there's there's obviously more to that. There's more to our family. There's more to our relationship. There's, you know, there's just more things that we encounter, um, you know, being on the ranch and, and doing what we're doing every day. And 
I think the podcast is the place that we will talk about some of those things. Yeah, I mean, in on YouTube, we we don't get political, um, we don't get religious, we stay away from that you know that touchy stuff because you know YouTube's very fickle. You make a lot of touchy videos, though. Well, I'm not talking about touchy feelings <laughs> type stuff. I mean, that stuff makes me feel good. If I can make somebody um, cry, or I can make somebody laugh, I think I make yeah. more people cry than I do laugh. But um, you know that that's a that's an emotional response from people. Yeah, and, and there are aspects of ranching that are emotional, and, and they pull on the heartstrings. And you know, we experience great joy and and great loss, and and it's important to show that. Right. Um, this this though is going to be more kind of like an inside look at at what's going on behind the scenes and what's happening with us and, and our relationship, Aaron, you know, between Aaron and Mike, I mean, there's been, we have had over just over the YouTube thing. We have had like (laughs) fights about YouTube and Aaron gets frustrated at certain things. You know, we have deadlines, we have things to do, you know, you need to answer comments. You know, I'm always on her. I was like, get it, get in there and answer some comments. Well, I don't feel like it, you know, and I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we're banking a lot on this whole this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, as amazing as, as YouTube has been, and I don't think we, I don't have any regrets and, and the workload takes a toll like on our lives and it's definitely changed our family, but overall the, the response and the support then and the growth that we've seen on YouTube is it makes it all worth it, but it is hard. It is hard to juggle everything and, you know, get done what we need to get done on the ranch or in the gardens and take care of the kids. And, you know, Sometimes going and answering comments and being engaged, not that we don't ever want to be engaged with our audience, but it's just, it's one more thing that we have to do at the end of the day, you know, when it's 914 at night and it's like, let's go record a podcast and, and <laughs> be on, you know, that's, I feel like when the, when the camera goes on, like, that's the great we thing turn about the podcast on. though, is that we, I can be sitting in my, I'm not sitting in my <laughs> underwear, but I could be sitting in my underwear and nobody would know. I mean, yeah. you don't have to have your makeup done for this. No, I, I mean, don't. how many times have I been like, Hey, let's, let's film something. And Aaron's like, Oh, I don't have makeup. I'm not, no way in hell am I getting in front of the camera right now? Mm-mm. You know, that, that, you know, and then I'm going, Oh, come on. You know, I don't have makeup on. I, you know, but, but you're just so pretty. I know. I don't have to wear makeup. <laughs> Aaron loves makeup, by the way. We'll probably get into that at some point, but her, her current obsession on YouTube is, is makeup videos. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it drives me crazy because I come in the house and it's like, what are you listening to? This, yeah. And there, I mean, there, I probably, hey, I probably I'm watch a, stuff you don't like. I'm a YouTube viewer in some aspects. It's good to watch YouTube if you're on YouTube because you do pick up stuff from other creators and stuff like that that you can you yeah, know, and use. It's, it's kind of something that when we started YouTube, we weren't like big YouTube viewers. Like no. I wasn't subscribed to any channels. I don't know if you were. I was subscribed to one channel on YouTube. Yeah. And so, and, and still, I mean, I think, gosh, we made it like a year into YouTube and not that we never like watched YouTube or I started using YouTube more, especially when I was looking for, you know, when you Google something and, and the first three things are YouTube links, like typically I would have avoided those and like been like, where's the article? I don't want the video, but being on YouTube, I, it kind of changed my mentality and it was like, okay, let's watch the videos first. And if I can't find one that solves my problem, then I would go to articles. But within just like the last few months, like I've kind of like been like, I'm going to try and use YouTube as like a viewer and find some channels I like subscribe. And it's, I, I watch makeup videos and, and nail, nail tutorials. Which and <laughs> I, you don't I never do your paint nails. my nails. Yeah, you don't do <laughs> my, my nails look like crap all the time from so being, a, being in the gardens. So I'm never going to paint my nails, but 
trying to like watch YouTube as just a viewer and like, what do I like about this channel? What do I find engaging? Like, why am I connecting with this creator? But that's the thing. Like 95% of anything on YouTube is connecting with the people that are the host or the person that's behind it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's why you can watch a nail video and you don't give a crap about putting sparkly little twinkly junk on your nails. It's pretty, but it's not going to go on my nails. But do you like but you like the person who's doing it? Yes, and that's I like the, the person. That's, that's what it comes it. I think that's what a lot of YouTube comes down to is is just that personability factor. I mean, I've watched people on YouTube that it would be a very interesting channel except for i can't stand the person mm-hmm. who's doing it or their voice or whatever else they're, they're and people editing. are so fickle and i'm fickle yeah you know and that's kind of the, one of the things when we started this when we decided to start the podcast was the fact that now we're opening ourselves up to a whole nother avenue of i don't want to say ridicule because we don't get a lot of ridicule from the youtube no, channel i but, mean gosh i think compared to and obviously we're still a super small channel in the grand scheme of things but Man, I read the comment section and then some other channels. Man, you people, some people are mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was reading a thing uh, on, if, uh, do you know what Quera is? That's a, like you can ask questions. Yeah, and I was reading a thing on Quera and they, the question was like, why are people so mean on YouTube? And well, on the internet in general. On the internet, yeah, in general. And, you know, we get some of that. And that, you know, that was another thing that we talked about when doing a podcast was, you know, you're going to get comments and you're going to get um, criticism and everything else. Um, I don't think... We have to reply to them in podcasts. One cool thing. That can we're, we reply? I, mean, we I don't, don't know. know how this works. Um, <laughs> we're, we're doing this through Anchor FM. And one of the cool things that you can do on Anchor FM is actually people can leave us voicemails. Awesome. So that we can we can play their voicemail back and answer their question. Um, comments so much. I don't really see many podcasters that actually answer comments. And, we, you know, we answer comments religiously on, on YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that. But. I can see why creators don't answer comments. Well, it's not that it, not that it, not not only that it's a pain in the ass, but it's it's also um, it's tough to to read. Like you know, I was telling stuff. I was telling Aaron this the other day. Like, if I worked a job where every day three or four people told me that I suck, yeah, I don't think I'd work that job. And but I worked in radio, and I never got the kind of negativity. That, that I've gotten it. from YouTube. And, and keep in mind, our, our negative comments are less than 1%. They are. But it's still, because we do answer all of them, even if they're rude and mean, <laughs> you know, we still answer those and try to answer them respectfully. And, you know. There are some that don't get, don't make it to the channel. YouTube yeah. has kind of a cool feature where they actually hold some comments if you say certain things or there's. Certain if phrases. You drop the f bomb. It typically gets caught in the spam folder. Yeah, and then we can go through and review it, and, yeah, and some of those we've them. let through. <laughs> uh, we still see them, and some and some of them Aaron has never even seen. Some some of them are, are bad, and I was just like, I'm deleting that. Yeah, right and that away. is an interesting thing too. Is like some of the comments I haven't read them personally, but like very um, much like attacking women and some of the things that say, mm-hmm. and and I see that across the board on the internet, and I could be wrong. I mean, this is just my general assumption, but. And not that they're nice to you sometimes either, but man, some of the things that they say about women and some of the same things I've seen on other channels and stuff too, it's just like, we're super critical of people. Well, these are the guys that haven't been laid in three generations either. (laughs) So of course they're mad at women because women don't like them. I mean, you know, the rooster doesn't like me and I don't like him. And that's pretty much how it goes. I always wonder like what's what's beyond the keyboard, you know, because the people that comment all the time, you know, we get to know you guys and, and I recognize your profile pics and 
you know, but at the same time, like, I don't know who you are in your real life, but you have to wonder sometimes. But they know us. They know us. That's what's weird. Those people that leave those those nasty comments and stuff. Well, they think they know us. They know 30 minutes a week of us. Yeah. So I always wonder, like, what kind of person are you in real life? And I, I hope that you're a good person in real life, but, you know, for whatever reason, the internet allows you to be that faceless, anonymous keyboard warrior or whatever you want to call them. Um, I could see, you know, where, you know, you work in an office, you're, you know, you may be the nicest guy in the world, and then you go home and you get on the keyboard and now you can take out that frustration of your entire life on on somebody else. I guess I could kind of see that. I mean, I'm not, I I always haven't been the nicest guy in the world. Um, You know, I mean, I've said some horrible things to people and. I, honestly, like one of the worst things I ever said to anybody in my entire life was Aaron. I, I don't even know if you remember this. And this still haunts me. Like the worst thing. I, so when we came to the ranch, we didn't have any kids when we came to the ranch. And having we decide, when we decided to have kids, having Mackenzie was very hard for us. She, yeah, it was a big, it was a a big, big adjustment. It, well, not only that, but it was very hard for you to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron was on different medications to get pregnant. And we had... I want to say it was like our second year here or something like that. We had a cow or a bull or something get out. And I remember calling you and I was like, I need your help. You remember this? Yeah, and, I do. <laughs> and, you, and you came down to help me and you, you, you helped, but you didn't really get in and help. And I was like, you need to get in here and help me. You said, well, I could be pregnant. And I said, but you're not. Yeah. And I just said it in a very not nice way. I think I threw my gloves at you and I left. <laughs> I think you did. Um <laughs> That's, I mean, that honestly, and, and that we were trying to get pregnant at that yeah. time. And it, it was had very, been going and it on was, for a while. And it was very, that was like the most, probably one of the most stressful times of our entire marriage, I think, at this point, was that trying to get pregnant. That was hard. It was hard. I mean. And then, you know, and it was, you know, I'd been, I had been going with Mike all the time. I'd helped you feed every day. And then we started trying and, and it wasn't successful. But, you know, every, every month it was that hope. And, you know, obviously, I. Being pregnant the second and third time, I think I was a lot different because it was... It was a lot easier the second and third time. Something like kicked into gear or something. I I think I was just like, well, I did it once and it'll be fine. And But I still never got in with the cows or anything when I was pregnant with with any of the kids. Right. Just because there was that unpredictability factor and you just never know what's going to happen. But, you know, I think there was that transition time that and, and being pregnant was the cause of the transition or trying to get pregnant was the cause of the transition that you had to go from like having an extra set of hands with you all the time. To nothing. Yeah. And yeah. and working, being a rancher is a very solitary job that you have to do everything by yourself and you have to figure everything out by yourself. And a lot of times it would have been way easier if I could have came and helped, but we had to go through that transition time and granted it took over a year to get pregnant and we, I it took kind longer of, than that. no, it took like a year. Did it? A little over a year. And then, you know, pregnant for nine months. So almost right. two years before, from the time we said we we're going to have a kid to, you know, we have a kid. Um, you know, but we ha- we had to go through that transition of like me being your partner out on the ranch to, you know, I wasn't going to be able to take a newborn or I wasn't going to be able to go work cows when I was pregnant. And yeah. it was hard. And it was hard for me, too, because I didn't really know. This is before the gardens, really. I did start going to farmer's market when I was pregnant with Mackenzie. Um, she was born in January. And so that summer I did go just a few times, like six or something. We didn't have the big garden. We didn't have a high tunnel. Like it was just our, our regular gardens. And I took a few extra things. But I didn't. I wasn't working. I had had a job in town and I hated it. Um, 
I hadn't gone back into advertising sales because I didn't know where I fit in in Gillette, like after leaving and then coming back. And I was kind of lost, like career wise. And we were going through this big transition of you're not pregnant. Why aren't you pregnant? You know, I felt like, why was I not pregnant? I imagine it was pretty hard on you because I remember you felt like kind of like a failure, you know, and like, why can't I get pregnant? And yeah, it's such a weird thing. You know, You, I spent my whole life like trying to not, not get, get pregnant. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> And, you know, um, before we made that decision, you know, like, I and I remember the first few months, like, I was still, like, kind of, a, like, relief that I wasn't pregnant because I didn't know if I was ready to be pregnant. And, you know, just switching all of a sudden in one day being like, okay, we're going to have a baby. I spent my whole life, you know, from the time I was aware that how babies were made, um, you know, gosh, you don't want to do that. You mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, you don't want that for your life when you're not ready. And and it was tough because your mom got pregnant early in life. So you were taught that from like very early. Yeah. Don't, like, ha- don't have a, don't be a, an unwed teenage mother. And it was luckily to not have to go through that or anything. And, you know, but then all of a sudden. Neither did I, by the way. <laughs> when you make that change to all of a sudden, like you're going to get pregnant, but then uh, you know, I didn't. And then, but also like, what was I going to, what was my role on the ranch? What was my role in the family? Like, why was I not getting pregnant? It was hard. Why, why, when we were going through that, was it never like my fault? Like nobody, we didn't, we never talked about like, maybe I should go get tested or anything like that. I don't know. That's kind of I weird. mean, and they don't want you to get tested until it's been like a substantial amount of time. That was a fight too. Is like, I had to find a doctor and been like 10 months or so. And I was just like, I know something's wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and, and with either one of us, like, I know something's wrong and, you know, trying to find a doctor that would do something. And I kind of like just went to our family doctor and they were just like, no, nothing's wrong. Yeah. You know, it hasn't Keep been, trying. it hasn't been a year, like do this, this, and this, you know, you can imagine what the, this, this, and this is, <laughs> <laughs> Which we were doing that. Um, and so, you are know. you having sex? That's the first part <laughs> yeah. of the whole equation. And I, oh, we left that out. Dang. <laughs> she did refer me to an OBGYN, um, but I felt like it was just like a brush off. And then I, I went and had an exam, and I was like, yeah, there is a problem, right. you know. And I felt like I ended up loving my doctor. Like he delivered all three of our kids. But even in that first like initial exam, like I kind of felt like I was getting the brush off with him. And then I, I had a, an ultrasound, and, and we discovered a problem. And I was like. And then it, the whole situation changed, and mm-hmm. it was like, this is a very, very, I had a very minor problem compared to what some people go through to get pregnant. But you had to take medication with Grace, too. I did with Grace, yeah. Lincoln was like, wham, bam. I but- went on birth control in between. This is so random that we're talking about this. This is very personal, right off the bat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, what the hell? I, Throw it in there. Yeah, so in between Mackenzie and Grace, again, that fear of don't get pregnant unless you want to get pregnant. And so I went back on birth control after Mackenzie, and... You know, my doctor said it'll probably be easier once you have one baby. It's usually easier to get pregnant with the second baby. And then um, we decided we wanted to have Grace. And again, I didn't get pregnant. Went off the birth control. And our doctor was great, you know, because we knew we had a problem. And and so he said, try for three months and then we'll we'll see what's going on. And again, didn't get pregnant. And with Mackenzie, I took medication for one month. We did like two months of tracking to make sure that was really what the problem was. And then... Um, you know, so we took medication for one month, got pregnant, like super easy once we'd figured out the problem. And that was amazing. And then with Grace, it was like, oh yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. We'll try going to the doctor. Yep. Here's your medication. Here you go. It took like another, like it was almost six just or long. Yeah. yeah, like nine. It was a crazy amount of time of taking medication every month, getting more exams, upping the medication. It's still not working. And then all of a sudden getting pregnant. And then I skipped the birth control in between 
um, Grace and Lincoln. Just, <laughs> what are those kids' names again? Yeah, Grace and yeah. Lincoln. are just like, well, let's just hope for the best. And then we got pregnant with Lincoln right away. So we went, I think we went through all the spectrums of getting pregnant. Right. Like, <laughs> and it was it was very hard. I don't, like that whole experience, um, not so much Grace, I don't think, because we had Mackenzie by that time. But um, and getting, I just, I getting think, pregnant with Mackenzie was like really hard on our, yeah. our relationship because that was, that and was I knew stressful. With, with Grace, like we did it once. We'd figured it out. Mm-hmm. It worked out. We had a baby so we could fix the problem again. Yeah. And it, I mean, it seriously took just almost as long. But. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. So anyway, I don't, I don't know how we got on that sidetrack, but like you know everybody can be an ass okay mm-hmm. are we going pg-13 are we going are we, we're going pg right um like you know so i want like i said the, the hard the worst thing i ever said to anybody in my entire life was aaron um oh, when i when that I, wasn't even that bad I, it felt really bad it still bugs me sometimes i think about it like you're forgiven i know and i said i'm sorry a hundred times but it made it still makes me feel bad every once in a while because that's like a horrible thing to say to somebody who's going through that, and it's like, get your ass in here and help me, you know. <laughs> Go fix this cow. <laughs> well, I don't, even, I don't even think I want. I don't. Even, I remember where we were standing. In almost, the corrals. Yeah, almost right there in the right there in the front of the corrals, and and still every time I walk, not every time I can't say I'm like that, but when I walk by every once in a while, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm an ass. Um, so yeah, I mean, everybody has those moments where they just you know they want to be an asshole. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if if Do you the, the bad part is it doesn't bug us as much as it did in the beginning. Well, I mean, I think when you went to Cincinnati and, and went to the YouTube conference, like we'd never really had a lot of hate. Like our our hate videos that we get the most hate off of was you know sending the calves to auction and the grain finished versus grass fed, and that's just like a belief system. But um, you know, selling the calves and separating them from their moms. I mean, that's definitely been the video that we've got the most hate off of. And then, you know, a few things. We get hate off of random stuff too. Sprinkled weird. here and there. Yeah. I got a weird, I got a weird email today. Um, so today we released the project list video where I did all the work on the well. I helped. And you helped. Yeah. You, know, you were in the video a whole lot though. I kind of, I kind of, I didn't want to confuse people because you've been gone. We'll get into that where you've been. I held the camera a lot. But you, but you did hold the camera a lot. Um, well, I got an email today where somebody was kind of chewing my butt about the fact that I didn't talk more about how to do it. Mm. Like, you know, how do you use plumber's tape and, and why do you do this and why do you do that? And so I... I'm not a how-to channel. Well, exactly. I emailed, I emailed him back and, and I was... And I just, you know, usually when I email 99.9% of the time, if, I, if I'm going to email somebody back, I'm going to be as cordial as I can. Mm-hmm. And this... I just said, you know, um, you don't watch how it's made... Because you want to go and make an English saddle. You watch how it's made to see how they make an English English yeah. saddle, but you're not going to go home and make one. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I you know, said to him, he's just, you know, this is, you know, it's entertainment, it's edutainment, whatever you want to call it. It's storytelling. But it is, it's a story. Every, every episode <laughs> that we put out, I think, and that's one of the things I learned in Cincinnati was that everything we put out has to have a story to it. Mm-hmm. And if the, if it has a story and it has the three elements of a story and you're able to carry a viewer or a listener or whoever through those steps, you know, those acts of a story, then, you know, you're, you're, you're more likely to, to, to gain a subscriber out of it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's obviously what we're going for. You get those subscribers, you pick them up and, and YouTube pays us a fraction of a cent per view. Um, and eventually so we get somewhere where we can actually do something with this and make, but I think make the, things happen. The comments that are just like, they, they just don't, 
like our video style, like that's easier to take than like you oh. should jump off a cliff and die and vultures pick your body because you we sold calves. When this is our whole family's livelihood. I, okay, I get that. You know, I mean, you're like, on a different wavelength than I am, though. Totally. But the, the I think the the comments I that said are totally, <laughs> totally, <laughs> the comments that are like personal attacks on us for me are the the hardest ones. And and when there's name calling involved, which is very happens happens very little. But I, one, I just want to be like, how old are you? And, there's always that. Yeah. And if if you are an adult, like why are we name calling? Because that is just not the all caps thing bugs me. Yeah, all oh, caps bugs don't you. type to me in all caps. There is some funny comments though that have come in. There in is all funny, caps. and I can tell if they're funny. You know, like the Google machine and yeah. that, that guy. That was hilarious. That was the best comment we've ever gotten. I should <laughs> dig that up. But uh, you know, when you get like the all caps, you know, you're full of crap. You don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You know, that kind of stuff really starts to bug me. The stuff that like people just don't like our video style, or like, oh, you're reading a script. Well, like we have very much. So, like a purpose behind why we are 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 more scripture, scripted and structured, and and there's very much the thought process that happens in in a lot of our narration. Um, we're not a vlog. We're uh, you're not just a grab the camera and bring it with us. And we're also not a how to channel. Right. Like if you want to if you want to fix plumbing, like go find a plumbing channel. I'm sure there's some amazing plumbing channels out there. That's not us. No, there's a thousand. There's millions of. You want to learn how to use plumber's tape? There's a hundred channels yeah. out there. And if we got do bogged that. down in the the how to details, you guys would never get to actually see like. The, the story of the ranch. Or us. I mean, it wouldn't even be, I mean, not yeah. that, not that I'm ego, egocentric or anything, but I mean, like, <laughs> we are a part of the story. Yeah. Here's the funny thing, though. You get upset about the people who are threatening and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bug me as much. I it, People can tell me to fall off a cliff and die. I just know that they're full of crap. But when somebody right. comes to me and says, you know, this, what you did, what you made, what you spent hours making, making is shit, then... That bugs me more than anything. Right. I, that that really, I mean, like, yeah, when people are like, you know, um, you know, that bugs me because, like, I put a lot of work in, and I don't, I don't do the editing, do. yeah, and the putting of it all together. So, I mean, like, I, I feel like I create my videos, but you really create the videos in the sense of the assembly and the editing. But you, you, you like write your own scripts or yeah, you know, I write stuff my like own. There. You write your own narration, yeah. And, you know, and I record most of it, other than like. And my stuff is hard because a lot of times I need two hand. It's hard to dig in the dirt. With- it's hard to do everything I do. Yeah. How do how do I chase a cow? And I try to hold a camera. I, the 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 tomato plant is not running away from you. No, but I need, <laughs> I need both hands to work on it. It's hard to hold a. It's hard know. to hold my. That's phone. why we have tripods and everything and clamps and all kinds of crap know, it's going. It's always on. in my way though. It's everything's in I my way. I trip over the tripods. All try driving the freaking- gator, chasing a cow while flying the drone. And filming out the window at the same time. Yeah, because you can't. the The gator windows are never cleaned, so you can't. No, no, I have to. St- I always stick it out the window, or I got that. You know, now I have the GoPro clamp that I can clamp to the front. Yeah, uh, that's helpful. But everything, it's all a pain. It is pain, and and, and biggest, that's where I, get, I like the comments where people say, "I know this is a pain in the butt." It's such a pain in the butt. Sometimes. I know that it's hard. And you pe- got mad at me last week because I and we talked about this. I think during our live stream on YouTube is that I, I went out and released ladybugs in the high tunnel early morning. Like I got up at like five 30 and left the house. I didn't get mad at you. I was just like, did you film it? Yeah. And I did. I didn't even take it. Like I ordered ladybugs. They came in the mail. I didn't even take a picture of the bag that they came in. I mean, I dropped the ball like a hundred percent, but you know, Mike was like, did you film anything? And like, I was like, no, I didn't even brush my teeth. I didn't brush my hair. You know, I pulled on a pair of dirty jeans and a dirty sweatshirt and, and I went out and I worked and 
I didn't want to find the camera. I didn't want to. Well, I, I mean, I use we use our we always use our phones and a GoPro, and um, we don't take out the big camera very often for like work filming. Um, but you know, I I didn't want to. Where is everything? Where's the memory cards? I just wanted to go out and work, and I wanted to go out and just enjoy the solitude of the the early morning in the in the gardens because that's my happy place and. Um, I just wanted to do the work that needed to be done. And I feel bad that I didn't get to bring the audience along on that journey. Because when I have way back when and I talked about aphids in the high tunnel, you know, a lot of the comments were like, get ladybugs. Right. Well, it was still like February or something. And like ladybugs are very temperature sensitive and they would never have arrived a lot. A lot. Yeah, <laughs> they would have frozen died. solid. It's not like UPS or, or they came post office. It's not like they ship and like, you know controlled heat trucks or anything you know so they would have came dead and you know so i got all these comments get ladybugs get ladybugs and stuff and i was like yeah i will when i can and i didn't show it because i just wanted you talked about it in the live stream yeah i mean obviously the live streams aren't as popular as the other videos Mm -hmm. are you know we get well and it's hard to watch through an hour and 10 minutes of video to find one topic very true Um, you know but i just i just needed to go out and i and I just needed to get the work done and then get back in the house so we could get Mackenzie ready for school and then get her on the bus. You know? there, there, there's, I guess I've never really thought about it, but there is parts of filming that that take away from doing the work. Like, yeah. like how therapeutic it is to go out and like for me, for like go out and fix fence. Yeah. Like that's kind of, that's somewhat therapeutic for me. I can, you know, one of the things, one of the big things that I notice is when I'm filming, I can't bring a radio with me. No, because you cannot have yeah, I can't copyright. Have, I can't have music playing in the background. So like if I'm out fixing fence, I, I can't have a radio with me. Well, and, and like we desperately need like a, a Canon, like a small Canon, like um, vlogging camera. Oh, just a, a handheld, camera, A point yeah. and shoot handheld. And we don't have one. And so we use our cell phones for like close-ups and stuff. So like I did bring headphones because I always listen to to books or I listen to a podcast now. Um, trying to expand my media horizons. <laughs> um, and you know, so I listen to audiobooks or I listen to you know music and stuff. And like so, I brought my headphones with, and I was like, yes, I'm going to go out to the garden and I'm going to film, but I'm going to listen to music. So I. Because I get bored, you know, with... Right. The, oh, well, the, I get bored checking fence or yeah. even feeding cows and stuff like that. Usually, I'll take a radio with me when I feed cows. Yeah. And I don't do that so much anymore. Or I think about it, and I'm like, well, am I going to film? And why even, yeah. you know, should I bring it? Or the other the other thing that I've ran into a couple times, and this is kind of selfish on my part, but I will be I will bring a radio. Um, I've got, like, a little Bluetooth-type radio that I can throw in the, in the gator that links up to my phone. I can play music off of the iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't film something because I'm listening to the this music. Song, yeah. And it's like, no, I'm, I like this song. I'm not filming this. Yeah, And so, and then later on, I'm like, God, I should have filmed that, you know? Yeah, so that day that I did bring my headphones, my earbuds, and, and was listening to stuff. But every time I had – and it was, it's fine on the – you know, with headphones and, and filming with a, a wide-angle You did shot. bug me. You, you had some uh, film one day, and you had, you had earbuds in. And yeah, and like, so the, and then, but I, the annoying thing for me filming was like I kept having to get close ups. So you pull out your phone and and you handheld and and you you know you shoot those close ups and the, those detail shots. But I kept having to like unplug my my headphones and turn off my music, and I was just like, this is annoying. Like I miss my happy place. I miss. Yeah, my- it is. It's it's a different kind of deal. I mean, yeah, it totally makes sense because like like I said, you get out and you and you you kind of I don't want to say you veg. <laughs> yeah, I just get like in my zone, like and and like. When I'm stringing tomatoes and pulling suckers or like pulling, 
Pulling weeds. Pulling weeds. And yeah, if you want to know how to suck her tomatoes, there's a video about that and what I'm talking about. But, you know, like when you get in the, that real, the marketeer really into that monotonous, like tedious work that like, you know, when I, I've got 200 tomatoes that I got to get through, you know, it's it, it's hard to it's hard to be interrupted to like move the camera and think about like those shots all the time. And, and my think about like the the narration that I'm going to write and the, the how to and am I getting all steps and it is this clear and I'm getting the shots that will go with the the audio later and then keep having to move stuff and you know I just want to go out and sometimes I just want to go out and I want to do the work and check something off the to-do list because even if I go out and I accomplish the task in the garden and I film it I have to come in and make a video Mm -hmm. well you have to come in and write a narration and record a narration and And, get your beginning parts recorded and your end part recorded and then go and then you know you go to to start putting it together and, oh, I need this shot. Yeah, that happens a lot. Or, you know, but that's the hard thing too is about the whole thing um, with us both doing videos is sometimes I don't know what Aaron has going on in her head. So I sit down to edit the video and I'm like, I'm I'm not sure what you're thinking about for shots or Mm -hmm. what you're thinking about here. So we we do go back and forth and that hasn't really caused too many fights. Usually the fights are about, you know, I do get mad when equipment when equipment doesn't work. Like when yeah, cameras, that's usually I when do it's get over. so frustrated when like mics don't work or like uh, you know you forget to hit record because you know that happens. It's usually <laughs> user error. That's you know yeah. I mean it usually it it usually is a hundred percent us. I mean not always. There has been some stuff that's like it was working. I tested it in the shop. Like what the frick happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, and. Uh, it's so frustrating. Like you do a lot of work and then like, Oh, I, that didn't capture. What's really bad is when you film your stuff during the day and you get it all filmed and then you bring it it's home nighttime. at night and then now I'm working on it and all of a sudden something's missing or and that comes something from- didn't work. And now it's like, well, I can't go back. It's dark. I yeah. can't go back and refilm that. I can't go back and get a pickup shot or whatever yeah, else you're you looking can't for. Make so. that cow like recap that calf, you know, and that's <laughs> <laughs> shove it back in. Get back in there. We're redoing this. Yeah, and that's the, Take struggle, two. the struggle with working with animals. Of course, it's hard to you know accomplish you know what you need to do on demand. Um, but it's also the the struggle that we have with like balancing YouTube and the family because yeah, you should you should go out and when you're going to work on a video, you should go out and and work on a video and do beginning to end and at least check all your shots and your equipment and and did this all record and let me watch through everything and kind of like piece it together in a rough sort of sense, all in in kind of the same, same time setting. Like, I mean, that would be amazing if we could do that, but you can't, I mean, we're recording and most of our stuff gets recorded for the, the body of the video, like, you know, in a day or something, but like the water video, I mean, that was a two or three. That day. was I actually noticed. Uh, I switched hats in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, there was a couple shots that I saw, and I was like, "Oh, we're in the black hat," and then I'm like, "Oh, now I'm wearing a white hat." And it's like, oh. And this is like a multiple day project, and and we never get to work on a big project like that. Like, get up in the morning and work on it until it's done because. I think we made several trips to town, you know, the kids come home from school, days pass, um, you know, other stuff becomes a priority and you got to go back and, and fix that. But even if you're out, you know, say I go record a task in the garden, like I'm, I'm weeding this row or something and I go and I accomplish that, but you come in the house and, and the kids need something and dinner needs made and you got to do a live stream or, you know, whatever. Sometimes that video gets forgotten <laughs> and a week later it's like, what camera is this on? Did I get this footage? Right. Where's the audio at? You know, and, and then if there is an equipment failure, it could have been several days 
before that that it was recorded. I kind of feel like we're just bitching and moaning about doing our thing. Well, I mean, we signed up for it. I'm okay with it. But I'm it's totally. Just I mean, the, that's the thing. Like, I I put in a lot of work on it just because I believe in it. I think that it can get us somewhere it's an, eventually. It's an important message. You know the. You know, everything, we don't talk about this a ton. I mean, it's kind of an underlying message, but, you know, everything that we do produces food in one aspect or another. You know, like water to food production is a pretty tangible connection. Um, but Fixing a, a fence. is not as much, you know. And I think a lot of our, I mean, hopefully a lot of our audience is not agriculture people because that's what we're really going for. You know, you don't think about the consequences of, of what a broken fence is and what that means for end result steak on the table. But if a cow gets out, gets hurt, gets or- hurt, gets on the highway, somebody hits the cow, you've got a lawsuit against the ranch. I mean, a broken wire can be a single wor- broken fence could be the end of the ranch. It could be worst case scenario, you know, end of our livelihood. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, and, it, and it, if a cow gets hit, that's. Five, six hundred pounds less that's going into the food system. Or heaven forbid somebody gets killed. Yeah. You know, I mean, that could, especially with us being on the highway like we are, I mean, bad things could happen very fast. And yeah. So yeah, it all ties together, but um, we're kind of aiming to keep these podcasts between 30 and 40 minutes. So we're. We talk so much. I just can't, I cannot believe how it it happens every week with the live stream. I was like, I'm tired. I don't want to do it. I'm hungry. We didn't have dinner. There's a weird, mysterious light coming in that was last goofy, week yeah. that we couldn't figure out, you know. And it, but then we start talking, and and I love answering, and I love the interaction, you know, live with our audience. And then all of a sudden, it's like, crap, it's eight ten, and like we got to get the kids in bed. Yeah, this is then that's the difference between the podcast and the live stream. Um, one one person suggested that we should call the podcast Ranch Talk. But I think they're going to be so different. But I think they are. I think they're going to be a lot. And that person may not have known. Oh, there, my computer made a sound that probably picked that up. <laughs> um, the uh, you know the the this person may not have even known about our live streams. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think they are going to be a lot. <laughs> Your Outlook settings are out of date. I just thought I'd share that with everybody. Um, we just it's going to be so much different. I hope it's going to be different because if it's going to be ranch talk, there's no point. Yeah, we don't need to do Ranch Talk 2.0, but there is no live comment interaction. Like, I think we can take comments that you guys have still, you know, because there is that ability to leave us the voicemail and to comment on the podcast. So I think, you know, there is potential for us to still interact with you guys and, and answer your comments, but it's not live. It's not in real time. A lot of times with Ranch Talk, with the live YouTube streams, we can go in with a topic, but the comments and the questions that we're getting can drastically change the, the whole yeah, tone. We, of when the we do it, when we do a ranch talk, we usually come in with an idea of what we're going to talk about. And we do that for ourselves because there could be no questions. Yeah. If there's no questions, we have to have something to talk about. So usually we have a topic by eight minutes into it. It can be different. That topic's usually gone. 
and and then we have to like bring ourselves back around to it. Hey, by that we were talking about this, and th- and that's just part of the that's just the nature of the beast of doing those live Q and A's because obviously we don't want to make people feel left out. I don't want to just sit there and yap at people for an yeah. hour and then take questions for five minutes and be done. Yeah, it's tough um, to like balance that, and and at the same time like. Not that these questions aren't important, but, you know, every time, how many acres do you have? How many cows do you have? Right. Um, you know, answering the same question for us, even though we've made a frequently asked questions video. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's really hard for us. I think sometimes, not hard. I mean, we do it. It's important to answer those questions all the time. But if we just did straight Q&A during the ranch talks, it would be extremely boring for us to do that every two weeks. Like, right. I wouldn't feel energized to interact and have new dialogue and new conversation with our audience. But I think the the podcast is going to have a whole different dialogue. I think so. The podcast, we can talk about whatever. Yeah. We can talk about ourselves. (laughs) Um, We can talk about the kids and, and and we can talk about how hard it was to bring the kids into the, if you notice in the beginning of our channel, there's really no mention of the kids at all. And and Aaron and I went round and round about how much to involve that. We don't have to get into this tonight, but how much we still differ a little bit. I I mean, we had this conversation last week. I feel like the kids have been in the videos a lot lately. We need to back it off. Right. (laughs) And it depends on the content of the video is how I kind of look at it. But at the same time, I don't want some, you know, perv out there, you know. What is there some perv listening? Now you just they them. cannot listen. I don't care. Really, really, you're trying. Is this the demographic you're going for? Spent, Are you going for the pervy demographic? I spent a couple of days trying to be very inclusive and include all groups working on. Um, I think that's it's one group other, we can leave out. It's a whole other topic. But I just, think that's one. Yeah, we didn't, no, we didn't talk at all about what you did in Casper no. for the last two days. We were already at 40 minutes and 34 seconds. Oh my gosh. So. Um, it's time to wrap things up, I guess. Uh, so we have proved to ourselves that throughout a podcast, we can talk for a half an hour to 40 minutes to our, to each other. To each other. And that's actually, you know what? That's, that's not a bad thing. We're married to each other. We talk to each other all day long. Well, not all day long, but occasionally here and there when we, that's when a whole we, nother topic that we can talk about on another podcast is, uh, what it's like to be around your spouse all day long. We're not around each other all day but long. But we're, we're. We're with you. We We're work not. together all day long. I, you are my, you are like one of my coworkers, <laughs> and that is a we giant see, pain. You know, if we if we work normal jobs, and we always work together. I mean, like we had we worked the same radio job together, like different. Since diff- we've been together, we've always worked. We've together. always worked yeah. together. So I guess it's meant to be. Um, but if I went and got a job in town, and I left, I would just have to go work there. <laughs> wherever, wherever you're working right. what if i want a break <laughs> no uh, you know if if we if we worked nine to five jobs you know essentially we would leave the house at 7 30 every morning and get home at 5 30 and yes there's calling and phone calls and texting and you know it's a lot different um you know not that there couldn't be constant interaction but i mean we physically see each other most of the time several times a day um and it's funny, sometimes my friends that have husbands that, that travel and, and work out of town and stuff, you know, they, they miss their husbands. And I'm like, really? Because I see mine all the time. I you wish know? I could miss my husband. Erin's <laughs> uh, been gone for two days, so I have kind of missed her a I little was, bit. Yeah, but. I mean, I was, I was gone one night. I was here yesterday morning, and I was back by dinner time tonight. So, I mean, right. I wasn't gone that long. But, right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a topic for another, another podcast. You, you should write these out. down. How do you hang out with somebody 20 hours a day? <laughs> you send them to the shop. Don't you have to go check cows right about now? I will say, like, I do I do enjoy in the wintertime when you go feed and you're gone for an hour and I just get to hang out with the kids. Not that I don't, like, you know, of course I love it when you're in the house and you get to interact with the kids and uh-huh. stuff too. But just having 
my own alone time in the house, like with the kids and stuff, like is is enjoyable. But like yesterday, being in Casper and having my own hotel room because I was going to share a hotel with one of the people I was with, um, a girl that I was with, not a guy. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I was I was alone, and I was like, "This is so weird <laughs> to be by myself." I know I ran into that too. You were gone, of course, and I put the kids to bed, and then I went out and did chores, and I came back in, which is probably somebody somebody's going to yell at us because I left the kids asleep in the house and you went outside. The doors, and I locked the doors. I go out shop. and do chores, and I'm not more than a couple hundred yards from the house, but come back in, and I was like, "What am I going to do?" Like I could I could work on a, a video, I guess, or I could. Go watch bed. tv or i can and i was asleep within like 10 minutes because i had nothing, nothing to, to do. do yeah nobody to talk to nothing to do i was bored i'm like this is stupid <laughs> we have separation anxiety from I, each other i guess <laughs> that's what happens after 10 years we are coming up on our 10 year anniversary and we're way over our 30 to 40 minute mark all right so Let's we're gonna wrap, wrap things up. up thank you for uh for hanging out with edit us it down a little bit no i'm not i'm not gonna edit it there's no point um we are uh, going to do this every week. These will be released uh, every Friday, we hope. Uh, we'll try to stick with that schedule. I'm not putting a time on this, though. I put times on everything else, and that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, but we're going to hopefully record, like, on Tuesday or something. Yeah, we'll record early. But, I mean, if I release it at whatever time, who cares? Or do you well, want to put a time on it? I don't it? know. We'll figure that out later. Okay. This is a work in progress. <laughs> it always is. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, we're going to call it uh, Beyond the Ranch. Yeah. And this is our... Weekly our, podcast. Our inaugural issue or what uh, inaugural episode episode recording. What do you call it? I don't know. Podcast, <laughs> I guess. I guess it's just a podcast. So anyway, thanks for hanging out with us and we will see you next Friday.